turn to Deuteronomy chapter 1. On Wednesday evenings in our own congregation, as we come for prayer, I'm very conscious of the need not for another Bible study, in-depth Bible study, but for something devotional. And something I started last year was just taking three words that usually I would come across in my own reading as just my own devotional reading, my own reading of the scriptures through the scriptures in the year. And I would hone in on three words that would um, help frame thought and application and encouragement. And I want to take the same practice with you this morning. And we're reading in Deuteronomy chapter 1. We'll take time to uh, read from verse 9 through verse 18. They are coming to the brink of the promised land. Moses is reminding them of how God has led them. The first few chapters of this book are historical, so he rehearses some things that have occurred already and then proceeds to give them the law again and other aspects of uh, how they are to uh, construct themselves, how they are to live when they go into the land. But let's hear the word of God from verse 9. And I spake unto you at that time, saying, I am not able to bear you myself alone. The Lord your God hath multiplied you, and behold, ye are this day as the stars of heaven for multitude. The Lord God of your fathers make you a thousand times so many more as ye are, and bless you as he hath promised you. How can I myself alone bear your cumbrance and your burden and your strife? Take you wise men and understanding and known among your tribes, and I will make them rulers over you. And he answered me and said, The thing which thou hast spoken is good for us to do. So I took the chief of your tribes, wise men and known, and made them heads over you, captains over thousands and captains over hundreds, and captains over fifties and captains over tens, and officers among your tribes. And I charged your judges at that time, saying, Hear the causes between your brethren, and judge righteously between every man and his brother and the stranger that is with him. Ye shall not respect persons in judgment, but ye shall hear the small as well as the great. Ye shall not be afraid of the face of man, for the judgment is God's. And the cause that is too hard for you, bring it unto me, and I will hear it. And I commanded you at that time all the things which ye should do. Amen. Ending the reading at verse 18. Let's pray momentarily. Lord, take this word, use it, make it sustenance to the soul this morning, and be with us as we consider it in Jesus' name. Amen. I want you to look with me at verse 11, where in a parenthetical statement, Moses, as he's presenting the matter and the history, he then goes into, he launches into this parenthetical thought. It's in the middle of what he's saying. The Lord God of your fathers make you a thousand times so many more as ye are, and bless you as he hath promised you. Wonderful words. And if I was to take just three words from that text, it would be so many more. So many more. Beloved, I want you to think about that as you endeavor to pray, as you endeavor to apply yourself in the place of prayer to realize that our God is a God of abundance. As Moses comes to the end of his life, and as he considers the need of Israel going forward, he's not become skeptical and cynical in his old age. 
God has so blessed them and he can see the blessings of God that he looks to the future, a day that he would not see in the flesh with them. But he is trusting, he is assured that God would make them so many more. We look at the days in which we live. They were heading into battle. Joshua was going to have to fight and um, lead the people into battle, battle after battle after battle. It wasn't going to be easy. And yet Moses isn't standing with a skepticism thinking, oh, everything's getting worse and things are going to be bad and all of this. He's looking at the fact that the God who delivered them from Egypt and sustained them through the wilderness will continue to abundantly bless and supply every need that they have. And as the people of God, sometimes we become very skeptical and cynical, and it has no place, no place in the Christian heart at all. I don't care what the headlines say. I don't care what's going on. Our God is in the heavens, and our Lord Jesus, the kingdoms of this world have become his And he reigns forever, and we rejoice under his sovereign rule that nothing, nothing in any way is thwarting his will or hindering his plan and gathering in of people. So very, very quickly, there are various ways you could apply this, these words to encourage you as you think of what you're facing. We might say so many more souls saved. You're praying for souls. God is able. So many more may be saved. We've seen some saved this past year. We look to a year ahead and look for so many more to be saved. So many more families transformed. God is able. There's nothing beyond him. Whatever your family is facing or families that you're burdened for are facing as they perhaps try to navigate life without Christ or got involved in sin sin or something else, God is able to transform them. So we look for more families to be transformed. So many more opportunities to minister that God can use you in so many more ways. You have not because you ask not. And there are ways that God can use you this year if you just ask and look for him to open up so many more doors of opportunity. So many more prayer warriors to help people to be stand with you, beside you. Not just at these prayer meetings, but prayer meetings that you can conduct in your own home, at other seasons and times, people with the same burden, and God leads sovereignly in conversation, and you realize that person wants to pray, and you get the opportunity to pray with them as well. God is able to do this. Some of you may feel very isolated in the burden that you have right now. It doesn't have to stay that way. God can raise up so many more prayer warriors, so many more ministers raised up. I was encouraged at that burden that was expressed Already this morning, the need for more laborers. And it is a constant burden in our congregation, and it will continue to be because our Lord Jesus has given us the encouragement to pray ye the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into the harvest. And so we pray so many more. Lord, do it. Raise them up. And so many more faithful churches planted. Again, we can look to God to do this, believing that he will. Again, look at it. This is Moses looking at the end of his life, yet looking forward, encouraging the saints, not telling them things are going to be hard and you're never going to make it through 
and you'll barely get into heaven by the skin of your teeth. And No, he's looking at what God will do as he relays the history, and then he just, he just pauses, he just stops and thinks, the Lord God of your fathers make you a thousand times so many more as ye are, and bless you as he hath promised you. Has God not promised to bless us? Having given us his son, how shall he not with him freely give us all things? How can we doubt him? How can we question his willingness? So we ask that we may receive, we seek that we may find, we knock that it may be opened unto us. And so many more, beloved, so many more may be given to us. And may the Lord help us even today to think in that frame of mind and be encouraged as we bear our burdens before him.